Hello, and welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Alexandra Goman. I'm so excited to be with you today. We have a really amazing guest with us, Lizzie Carrico. Welcome to the podcast, Lizzie. So excited to be here. I feel like I've been on the My Everyday Chaos podcast fan club since the first episode, so I'm really excited. You're very nice. One day we'll make sure. And I will, I'll send you a free one for doing this. Yes. I need a shirt. Well, I'm so excited for everyone to get to know Lizzie a little bit today. Um, Lizzie and I have been friends for, I don't know, several years now. She um, is a campus minister down in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, Kennesaw, Georgia, for those of you that know your Georgia geography. Um, And she has been in the ministry now for Four years. She's been a Christian for seven. Um, and she is just a heroic woman to me. And it's been really fun. Um, since Jesse and I moved to South Carolina, we've loved getting to spend a little bit more time with people like Lizzie that live down here. So that's been super fun. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we have just started this kind of practical faith, hey, practical faith chaos. Well, that might be accurate, I guess, as a description. <laughs> A practical faith. (laughs) That's better. A practical faith series on the podcast. Um, because I think if we're trying to deal with chaos, it's really helpful just to have some useful tools and practicals to trying to be faithful women. And so Lizzie is actually, I was telling her about that. I was like, okay, so I really want you on the podcast, but can you make it super practical? And she was like, yes, I can do that. So she is going to be talking with us today about Jesus, always an important topic, the most (laughs) important topic, the cornerstone of the topics. So um, I'm going to hand it over to Lizzie, but I'm so thankful that you're here. It is such a treat for me to be able to learn from you today and for all of us to be able to listen to what you have to share. So I'm going to hand it over. Oh my gosh. I have just been so excited since you asked me to hop on the podcast and Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm one of those practical kind of girls. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the lesson. Give me what I'm supposed to do. Like (laughs) I need to put this into practice. I need a to-do list. That's kind of how my brain works. So anyways, I just wanted to share this scripture that has been anchoring me for the past couple of weeks. And I think for me, I totally feel the chaos. You know, I'm single, I'm in the ministry but life can just be really busy. And so I feel like I felt the need to just have something that I can focus on and, and really focus on Jesus at the end of the day. And so I'm going to read um, Colossians 2, verse 6 and 7, and I'm going to read an NLT. I think that's the first practical for you is just you're feeling a little dry. Just switch up your translation and really helps things come to life. Um, but I'll read here in verse 6. It says, Um, And now, just as you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Wow. It just gets better every time I read it. I, um, I just love the scripture. And I, I, it's interesting because here, you know, Paul is talking to a group of people where their faith is having to withstand the test of time. And it's also having to withstand like empty philosophies and false doctrine and kind of just false news, basically, which I feel like is the age we're living in. Um, 
but I love how here, this is just an encouragement, like keep going, don't give up, keep following Jesus. Like it's worth it. And I really am blown away here by how much Paul brings it back to Jesus, right? He's like, continue to follow Jesus, make your roots grow down into Jesus, build your life on Jesus. It really all goes back to Jesus and keeping him at the center. And I think what's so comforting to me to know is that Jesus is this sturdy foundation that I can build my life on, that I can really be able to do this practically. And I am such a visual learner. So I love this imagery of like the root growing down deep or the life being built like a house. Um, but even since we're talking practically, it, it really begs the question, like, how do I do this? Like, this is a great idea, Paul, but how do I put this into practice? And, um, you know, when I think about building a house, you know, you have to keep fixing things when it breaks, like there's maintenance that's needed to keep the house standing, to keep it strong. Like if something is broken, you have to put in time and work to fix it. And, you know, I'm even with Ruth, right? Like I'm, I'm new to the plant mom game, but I have my fiddle leaf that's still strong. I haven't killed it yet. <laughs> nice. I'm impressed with that. Honestly, <laughs> it's honestly just a miracle from God, but I'm just holding on to every day I can have with her. But you know, I've learned it takes a lot of time and consistency and consistency over time. And, you know, these things aren't quick fixes and they're not overnight changes. And I think it's actually the same when you're walking with Jesus. Um, you know, it really reminds me like of Jeremiah 17, where it talks about that tree that is planted by a stream. So it doesn't have to fear or have any worries. Like when it, when the heat comes or when there's a year of drought, and I have to remind myself, like, Jesus is the living water that I can always put my roots into. It's never going to change. Um, and even the idea that roots, they provide stability so that we can withstand storms. And it also gives us nourishment to make root possible. I think that's really interesting. Like, when you think about a tree or in mine, it's all my plants, you know, that my collection is growing by the day. Um, you know, the most important part of it actually is what's underground. It's the roots. And I have to even ask myself, like, how are my roots? Like, how are the roots of my heart doing? Is my heart still soft towards Jesus? Or are there some like rocks in there that I need to pull out? Are there some weeds in there that are starting to grow to choke out the roots of my heart even? And, you know, with the scripture, one of the women that I look up to the most here in Georgia she told me one time that um, the most brave thing anyone can ever do is to be consistent. And that is wow. so hard for me. <laughs> I hate to be consistent. I would rather just, you know, I'm a seven for all you Enneagram lovers. And I just would rather just live every day, be so different and not have to get into this rhythm or routine. And that's honestly just not how Jesus lived. Mm -hmm. That's not, you know, if we're trying to follow him, Jesus had his consistency. Right. And if anything, he was most consistent with getting that time spending alone with God. You just see that so much. Um, but really having this consistent mindset, right? Like, what can I learn about Jesus today? Right. Or even asking yourself, like, what can Jesus teach me today on how to live and love like he would? And how can I even walk with him? Um, and I love that the scripture, you know, Paul says like the result of these things is that our faith will be strong and we will overflow with thankfulness. Like 
who doesn't want to overflow with thankfulness? I feel like gratitude is such a hot topic right now. And it's so needed in our world with everything kind of going on right now. We need gratitude to keep us rooted, to keep us secure. And that's just going to be the result of these things. And so, so since this is a practical faith series, you know, I'm just going to kind of end this thought with just some practicals. And yes, we love um, we love the practicals. And, you know, it's this idea of like where we stare, we're going to steer. And so where we look, we're going to go. I know, right? This powerful one-liner, but <laughs> really trying to stare at Jesus. Like what helps me to stare at Jesus? And um, one of the first things is actually this thing called a Jesus is calendar that one of my friend's moms made, but it's basically you get a calendar and then every day is a different characteristic of Jesus. And then there's mm. scriptures to back up why Jesus is this way. So it's like, Jesus is compassionate. And then you find all your scriptures of why is Jesus compassionate or Jesus is a healer. Why is Jesus a healer? What scriptures prove that? So that's been something that's been really helpful for me to take it back to Jesus. I also, you know, for all my single ladies out there, I made one time a dating Jesus playlist and it's like not spiritual songs, but it's like these cute songs that I feel like when I hear it, I feel like Jesus is singing to me. And that is just a helpful, like I'm driving to work or to, to campus and being able to think about Jesus, even in the car that way. Love that. Um, I know for me, I'm obsessed with this new show. I don't know if you've heard of it, Alexandra, The Chosen. Oh, yes. It's like the best. If you, I know I talk to people every day who have never heard of it. It's an app you download on your phone. And basically it's just TV, like it's a TV show. It's episodes through the book of John. That has helped me have Jesus come to life in such a new way. It's been so refreshing for my faith. Um, and, you know, I think even the last thing for me practically is just putting people in my life that are going to always talk about Jesus. Like who wow. are those people in my life where I can't get out of a conversation with them without them bringing it back to Jesus? I know we probably all have those people in our circles, but just practically surrounding yourself by people who are going to help you bring it back to Jesus kind of being the point, being at the center. Mm. Oh, I love that. Oh, Lizzie, thank you so much. That was super insightful and helpful. I feel like um, everything that you shared is just so good. And I think for me personally, and I'm wondering if I'm the only one, but I have always had an easier time connecting with God as a father than I have with Jesus, the son. Mm. Like, it's just, I don't know. I think a father, I'm like, I get that. Like, I get what a father is. Like, I can understand that. Like, I had a good relationship with my dad. And so I think for me, like, that made sense. But mm. Jesus, I was like, I don't know. Like, is he my, like, what, what am I supposed to do with Jesus? Like, <laughs> I know I'm like inspired by Jesus and like, he's who we're trying to imitate and emulate. But I think so many of the things that you shared, just are a great reminder of like the idea of being pointed to Jesus, that that's who we are mm. following. And so I feel like I always need those reminders because I think it just, it doesn't come as naturally to me, which is embarrassing, right? To mm -hmm. say as a Christian, you're like, of course <laughs> we should be like all about Christ. But I think for some of us, maybe that is, it, it's a little just more uncomfortable or a little more, um, abstract, I think, 
of an idea. Yeah. I don't know if you relate to that at all or if you have seen No, it. totally. Well, I feel like even, I mean, now that you're in the South, which we love having you and Jesse and the babies, <laughs> but um, I feel like even growing up, you know, in the South, you're so soaked with Bible and church and it's just everywhere you turn. So I think Jesus for me even can become really watered down right? and can kind of like, I can just kind of glaze over like things mm-hmm. that I read of like, oh yeah, Jesus just healed a million people and he fed thousands and right. just another day. It's cool. You know, like so casual and wow. Um, instead of like really seeing him with fresh eyes, like sometimes I really have to think like, and that's why stuff like the chosen or the Jesus's calendar, or even trying to see Jesus as like my best friend, you know, has really helped me to make him right. kind of come alive, you know? Yes. No, I love that. I think the idea of Jesus coming alive, I think you're right. Like it's, uh, it's amazing how we can become so unamazed by Jesus. Mm. Like we can start to be like, you know, unimpressed. (laughs) Right. And, and then you're like, wait a minute, wait, what did the Bible just say? Like, (laughs) and I think that's, so I love what you're sharing. Cause I think the idea of keeping our faith fresh Mm. is I think one of the greatest challenges of not just, you know, becoming a Christian is one thing, but staying a disciple, right. Staying a follower, persevering in our fellowship of Jesus. (laughs) And so I think the things that you're sharing are super helpful and, um, and a great reminder of like, yeah, I want to be impressed. I want to be amazed. And, um, and I love that. And Mm. I do think if we can get, can you give me the link to that? Jesus is calendar. Can I like put that in the show notes? Yes, for sure. I've never had show notes before. So this is thrilling. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I will send it your way for sure. Okay, great. Okay. So everyone, everyone, we're giving you free quiet times for a month. You get a quiet time. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> yes. Never say I didn't give you anything, guys. This is this is freebies. So that's great. I love it. Um, no, that's wonderful though. And I so appreciate just all of your insights on that. And you know, I think thinking about Jesus and your walk with him, even when you talk about the idea of being consistent, of staying inspired, of even like how you were talking about it being like a plant that you're tending to, you know, your relationship Mm. with Jesus. What are some of those rocks and some of the things that you think you were kind of mentioning the plant Mm. analogy. So let's go with that for a minute. What are some of the things that you have seen in your life or even in the lives of the women that you're ministering to and helping? What are some of the things that you think most interfere with our focus on Jesus? Yeah, no, I've been thinking about that a lot. Even this past week, I've had some time, you know, to really process kind of what are those things in my life. And I think for me, honestly, the biggest thing can just be like a back-to-back schedule. Ooh, it can kind yeah. of be just the busyness that our culture glorifies. Like, right. you know, it's March, Women's Month. I feel like, you know, when people look at even women specifically, it's wow, how hard is she hustling? Like, how much is she a girl boss? And I think that <laughs> culture, I mean, I want to be a girl boss. That's not a bad thing, but it is like, it's wow, true. am I getting my worth from my schedule, yes. being busy and all my accomplishments? I think the other rock for me can often be just the trap, you know, the dark hole of like scrolling on social media oh or keep it real. I mean, 
finding a TV show that I'm like, like a love is blind kind of obsession where I'm like, (laughs) this is, they really hook you at the end of that. That's what they're supposed to do. But even just having the time where I can disconnect, put my phone away, like turn off the TV. I think those are some of my rocks that definitely are in my life and in some of the life of my friends that I get to be with. It's true. No, I think that's a good point. Like, I think it's, it's funny. It's not like often that it's like a boulder. Like sometimes it is right. Like sometimes it's like some tragedy comes our way and distracts us from Jesus or um, it's just this giant temptation or this giant sin. But like at this point in my life, I've been following Jesus for a while. Like it's probably not going to be something like giant. It's going to be all the little (laughs) rocks that get in over time. And so I think that's a great reminder of, okay, scrolling, you know, okay, distractions, okay, busyness, like that's it for me too. So I am with you. Mm -hmm. And I think um, I so appreciate you just kind of calling it back to, okay, how do we kind of sort through those things and, uh, and really try to, to put Jesus first consistently. So that was great. Well, Lizzie, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Super grateful for you coming on the podcast. This has been such a joy. And um, we'll definitely have to have you back on to um, keep blowing our minds about all the things. So um, (laughs) good. But everybody, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I hope that you took away something. I hope it encouraged you for your week that you can also try to go, okay, how can I put Jesus at the center of my walk? practically all of that stuff, but um, so great to be with you. We look forward to having you back next week or whenever I drop another episode, because I don't know why I say every week because it's not usually every week, (laughs) but Hey, that's okay. We'll be back. Leave a review. If you want, share it with your friends. We always are looking to encourage more women with the word of God. So thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Have a great week.